You're listening to the Gospel Project for Students Weekly Leader Training, helping you lead your students in their journey through the storyline of Scripture. Welcome to the Gospel Project Leader Training Podcast for Students. My name is John Paul. Today we're talking about Unit 33, Session 1. And we're going to be looking at Acts 15, 1 through 11, and 14 through 21. The main point of this session is that salvation is through faith alone. This session dovetails really nicely with last week's lesson that talked about guarding the good deposit, guarding this gospel message, and making sure that we're proclaiming a message that is true. In this text, we see false teachers coming into the churches and proclaiming that Gentile converts need to also be circumcised. And so there are teachers trying to add a a physical, um, um, a life of works component on top of the faith component. And we see um, in Acts 15.10, It says, why are you testing God by putting a yoke on the disciples' necks that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear? One of the intro options in this lesson is to have your students build paper airplanes and then have a flying contest. And you can do that differently based on if you're meeting together or if you're meeting virtually. But the idea is that after you have whatever that contest looks like for you, to have your students add a weight to the plane, and not like a paperclip on the the nose of it that may even make it fly better, but like a marker on top of it or a pen that will weigh that plane down. And this this is the idea that when we try to add something to the gospel, um, we now lose the gospel completely. You add something to this plane, and you, the plane loses completely its ability to fly. This message of the gospel and salvation through Christ is lost when we try to add works to it and to say we somehow have to qualify ourselves for this redemption that Christ offers us, for this salvation that Christ offers us. And so um, there's some great conversation here to have in what experience your students may have with hearing people say that salvation is the gospel plus something else. What are those things that your students may have heard where people try to add requirements that you have to live a certain way? And maybe what's the distinction between the Scripture saying, well, a, a Christian is going to live this way. Paul, throughout Scripture, gives uh, so many lists. You know, a Christian is going to look this way and not look this way and act this way and think this way and not um, act or think in these ways. So what's the distinction there between what we have to do to be saved and um, what it what it looks like, what the, what the fruit of Christianity looks like, and how those dis- distinctions are made in Scripture? Another important conversation here to have is is the willingness to stand for truth. What would our church look like today if our forefathers in Scripture had not taken stands 
when false teachers came in to say, well, let's add this to the message of the gospel, and let's add this. Let's worship angels as well, and let's make sure that everyone is still following some form of the old Jewish law. What if no one had ever stood up for this new covenant truth that Jesus Christ came to usher us into and to say, listen, this is enough. This is the truth of the gospel, and that is exactly how it should be heard and how it should be received. What if no one ever did that? So this is our charge as well, is to stand for that truth. First, to know that truth, and then to stand for that truth. One great point of conversation that will come out of the application section comes in the question that says, God makes no distinction between different types of people for salvation. That comes out of Acts 15.9. How do our hearts need to grow to be more like that in that area? And this comes from this conversation uh, that's being had with the authorities here to say, hey, why, why are we going to treat the Gentiles differently than the Jews? Why are we going to require something of them that like I mentioned before, that none of our ancestors have ever been able to hold up. Well, this is clearly viewing one group of people differently than themselves, which is something that we fall into often. Um, Whether that's that somebody just doesn't dress the way that our friends dress or the way that we dress or somebody lives in a different place or someone has a different skin color, how can we grow to be more like God in not making distinction from one person to the next and who's worthy of the gospel and who we should have community with and who we should love and who we should befriend, um, who we should respect, who we should speak well of? How can we grow in those things? hope this helps you in... Uh, walking through teaching this lesson to your students. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.